if uh, if you really want to do masters uh, then do not uh, like do not limit yourself with one country or maybe with one university or maybe one city if you are really focused on doing masters then like you can do not be like okay no i only want to do in new york i only want to do in us i only want to do in canada uh it's okay it's good if you have just focus that if you really want to do in canada then it's fine but i would say that do not limit yourself because there are many many other universities around the globe which are like really really good hey everyone welcome back on another intense podcast episode i'm summer your host so in this episode we have invited yash sharma on the show so he is currently pursuing masters in computer science from saint petersburg state electronical university in russia so in this episode he has explained how you can apply for your master degree from any foreign country with a 100% scholarship and he has also explained the entire application process so yeah and make sure to watch this video till the end and uh, share this with all your friends and the most important part please like this video and subscribe to my channel so uh, yash is also one of the relaxed intellectual guy i have ever met so a uh, lots of intellectual stimulation a uh, lots of motivation and advice coming on your way So yes please introduce yourself to all the listeners and the viewers and from where did you complete your bachelor's and what are you doing right now and from where did you com- where did you doing your masters yeah Okay so my name is Yash Sharma I completed my bachelor's in computer science from Aryabhatta College University of Delhi I graduated in 2019 After that I came to Russia to pursue my masters. Right now I am a second year master student at St Petersburg Electrotechnical University uh in St Petersburg. And also uh, while work while uh studying I also am a machine learning engineer at a Russian company and I the company is basically working with the banking sector so financial sector and I provide like whatever i can do to make this uh make the li- life of a user easier so moving forward to our interview question so what was your biggest motivation to take up masters in cs and there is a follow up question uh, just out of my curiosity is hey, do you think it's worth it for someone to take masters degree yeah uh okay i'll answer the second one first is it worth it it totally depends uh why because for example there are some students maybe they want to go in academia or like uh, they want to work as a professor or they want to do research or they want to work in a company as like a researcher or you want to get a phd degree masters and phd so then it becomes necessary but if you do not want to get into research or if you do not want to get into academia if you just want to do a normal software job or maybe some other job yes still masters is uh, worth it why because in masters degree like in bachelor's degree you study lots of subjects uh, even in cs but you study lots of subjects like there is software then 
a software engineering then operating system then data structure then algorithm so like in whole uh, bachelor's degree we have many many subjects which we study so we get idea of many subjects but in masters masters is more specialized like there are still subjects there are still many subjects but they are like they are less comparative to bachelor's degree so maybe you will study 10 subjects or maybe 12 subjects in whole year two years of degree and these subjects will be advanced so you will get to learn more uh, advanced concepts you will learn like okay so i studied the basic now uh, how like how the people in the industry are using or maybe how the researchers are using or how what's the mindset that they go through when they solve a problem so it's worth it uh for the first question what was my motivation okay to be honest i okay this might sound weird but to be honest i didn't like cs uh, when i was in school so yes i i i actually didn't like cs till 9th grade and if you know uh, in cbsc we study cs i think since 6th grade we start with excel and then microsoft office then we study c then c++ so slowly we go so till 9th grade i didn't like c, uh, cs because we used to study c and uh, those who who have studied c c is just hard like when you study as a it's greater c language is really hard so i was like okay this is not for me i cannot understand a single thing what is going on why do i need hash include studio why do i need to uh right void main okay this makes no sense uh but it all changed in 10th grade and uh what like what was the subject uh, it was sql like it's really surprising that sql piqued my interest in cs like c++ c is a language which like i use more but still sql was the subject which piqued my interest so in 10th grade i studied sql and i was like wow i can work with databases i can play with databases i can store data i can do manipulation i was like okay this this i i need to do this i need to do this so after that i became heavily interested in C, uh, in computer science then in 11th and 12th i chose computer science as my one of my main subjects i went through it uh, i went to bachelors so uh, in my second year of bachelors uh i started researching more that uh, okay except job what can i do so i start, i talked to my uh, teachers my professors uh, especially especially the hod of my department and i went to my professor and i was ma'am what can we do uh, except for doing job so she told me a little bit that you can go in research you can become a professor and all so i did a bit of research on how to become a researcher and how to become a professor and i was like okay i don't want to do a job I want to go into academia. I want to do research. So what is the next step? So my professor was like, then join the line and do PhD. That that's the step you have to take. I was like, okay, perfect. So next step is masters. Let's apply for masters. That's great. So uh, moving forward, uh, what was your uh, application process like? So have you planned out any strategy before applying any foreign exam foreign for any foreign colleges so what was your plan uh, like so how do you choose which one is better college for me so yeah and uh, please enlighten us all the students about the scholarships and the and the process for taking admission in any foreign university with 100% scholarship yeah okay so uh, you already mentioned it like with 100% scholarship so i would start with saying is if 
uh, if you really want to do masters uh, then do not uh, like do not limit yourself with one country or maybe with one university or maybe one city if you are really focused on doing masters then like you can do not be like okay no i only want to do in new york i only want to do in us i only want to do in canada uh it's okay it's good if you have just focus that if you really want to do in canada then it's fine but i would say that do not limit yourself because there are many many other universities around the globe which are like really really good so that's my first advice uh as for the process so to be honest when i got to know about this foreign university processes and scholarship i was quite late like i didn't have anyone who could guide me and tell me okay so this is the process this is how you do it so i i did everything on my own and it was quite a slow process for me because i was starting from scratch i had no idea whatsoever so i got late for some of the processes or some of the applications so my advice to you if you are thinking of doing uh, masters first thing you should do is think why you want to do masters is it just because you want to get out of the country then you can find anywhere <laughs> let's be honest if you just want to get out of the country then you can find anywhere uh but if you really want to do masters like you want to study you want to improve your life or like in in terms of career and like opportunities then uh second step is you should start in second year only uh in second year what you should do is you should start you should create a table and in the table uh, make some columns the first column may be the country the city university name and what courses are offered and if they uh, have scholarship or not and go through the website like search on google uh, for example masters program in russia uh, masters program in canada masters program in america masters program in norway so just just search it and you will find many universities uh, go through the university website like uh, you, uh, right now the websites are really great these university websites are really great they give all the information it was not true like some years ago but now they give every each and every detail you need to know so go through the website and in that table write okay so this is the country this is the name of the city this is the name of the university and this is the course they are offering and they have scholarship or yes or no and if they do not have scholarship then this is the fees okay so next step next like uh next university next university next university so uh by the time you are in i think like halfway through your second year you would have a big list like you would have a really good list of universities which and the programs and uh like which countries and which cities that you want to apply to that so that you would have a list okay uh next step is then you should maybe you should talk to a professor or maybe talk to someone you can find who is studying at these universities so how to find uh, people studying at universities is like again on the university website what they do is they list the students which are currently enrolled so many universities do that that uh, in cs program these are the students which are currently enrolled and sometimes these students have their email addresses so you can take email address and you can write okay like uh hello my name is this and this i saw that you are enrolled in this universities i am planning on applying for masters and i have some questions regarding what is the program is it good what do you study and everything whatever that you have doubt you can just uh write them and some students 
I know some students do not like to reply to a random email, but there are many uh, who just happily reply to you and like solve all your problems. And this way, you can know more about university even before applying or even before going to the to the university. Okay, so uh, in second year, you should just just do research, just as much research as you can do about universities, about scholarship, what is the process, how to apply, and if you have questions, ask, and just. like write down all this information in a table or somewhere so that you do not forget uh then uh when the time comes to apply then you should make a plan like how you are going to apply how many universities you are going to apply because some universities also charge you fees like for example why i said uh do not limit yourself to canada and america there is a reason because canada canada and uh, like uh, universities in canada and america they charge so for application fees they have like 100 dollars or 90 dollars you have to pay to apply so if you only limit yourself to one country then there is one problem i don't think you can apply more than two or three universities like three universities still 270 dollars if the average is 90 270 dollars in indian rupees is quite a lot Yes, and there is yes, and there is no guarantee that you will get selected. So that two hundred and seventy dollars might go to waste. So do not limit yourself. And up, okay, if you want to apply in Canada, then pick the top three which you really, really want, or maybe top two which you really, really want to go to, and apply there. And then apply maybe in Europe. There are many good universities in Europe. Apply in Canada, in Singapore. There are some really good universities right now in Singapore. and in japan uh i would say that my personal choice is were uh japan europe and russia russia was the like these three were i didn't wanted to go to canada and america my personal reasons i do not like uh america because of okay uh, some reasons and for canada i wanted to apply but the application fees was too high and uh, i at the at that time i didn't have this much money and i knew that if i spend all my money in this application process if i get selected how would i go there because i need money to go there also so uh so i applied uh, i applied to russia and for japan unfortunately i applied but uh, the i applied bit late so application process was all almost at the end and they were like my application didn't get accepted because i applied too late so uh once you are done with your research and once you have made, like once you are sure that these are the universities that i apply, want to apply to then look for the requirements so the major requirement which almost every university has is three first your mark sheet uh, which you will get in bachelors second uh, is a letter of motivation or a statement of purpose which basically is a let is a document which states why you want to do masters what is your reason to do masters and also uh, what have you done like in bachelors and what are you planning on doing and why this university so these are the general ideas which you have to write in this so basically you have to convince the committee that first of all that you really want to do this you want to do it here at the at their universities and like you are motivated enough to pursue this and the third is uh, uh, the english language exam so many universities i think in europe in canada and now i think uh, now here also uh, they require you to give some sort of english exam as a proof that you can speak english i know it's it's a bit silly because like 
like what went to my like when went through my mind when i was applying well like dude i completed my 3 years of education totally in english i wrote all my exams in english my textbooks in english what do you mean i have to prove that i can speak english like you are like my all documents which i am submitting to you is in english my interview is in english what else do you want but no they want you to have english exam so some english exams is ielts and toefl uh, ielts is uh better because it's acceptable like worldwide but uh, i'll tell you a trick do not tell anyone uh so what you can do is you can go to your university like university of delhi if you are in university of delhi or in some other university you can go to the university the administration section and you can say that i want a document proving that my degree is in english and your degree is in english my like your degree is in english so they cannot deny you so just go there then that say like i want this document i want to apply and i really want this document so many universities will give you and you can use this documents there is like 50 50 chance some university will accept it some university might not so what i would suggest is take this document uh, uh these committees like this committees the university admission committee have a email address what you can do is you can write this like write to them submit this document and say that uh my degree was in english this is a proof can i apply can i use this or do i really need to give an exam so if they select if they say okay you can use this and like good for you and if not then you would have to give exam have you submit have you given the top uh, ielts exam or you have done this trick in your process uh, i have done this trick because i got to know uh, because how I, see Uh, how i found out that i can do it is because when i was applying to uh, i think in japan or in russia i do not remember but when i was applying in one of the universities they mentioned that uh, either uh, this english exam or prove that your degree was in english i was like my degree was in english but how to prove it so i went to one of my professor i was like ma'am i know our degree is in english you know our degree is in english but how am i supposed to prove it to them that my degree is in english so she was like that you get this uh, uh, you can get this letter which states that your degree is in english i was like really we can get that she was like yes you can get that just go to administration section so i went to admin section i told them that i want to apply and i want this uh, piece of document proving that my degree is in english and they just gave me so i used this i didn't uh i didn't apply for this exam because that exam see uh what's the problem with that exam is i do not mind give exam but that exam is quite expensive i think it cost 10 to 12000 uh indian rupees to give that exam and it's only valid for 2 years that's the most stupid part that exam i think it's valid for only 2 or 3 years so i think like why is it only valid for 2 or 3 years like do you think like after 3 years we'll forget english and we will like okay before that we were just speaking fluent english and now we are like we do not know what is abcd like oh like this is stupid so i'm like okay i am not going to give this exam yeah my suggestion is do your research like as much as you can that's why i said start in second year so you have like full proof plan of what you are going to do that's great so have you appeared uh, appeared in any scholarship so yeah any russian scholarship for the lit university so can you give us little bit about that scholarship to all the ah yeah so i applied to an open doors olympiad which is like uh, 
in olympiad uh, it has many subjects not only cs it has maths physics chemistry language i think philosophy and psychology so there are many subjects in this olympiad and this is if you want to pursue masters and now they have also included phd if you want to do phd in russia so what you can do is uh, you apply to this they have two stage like there is a two stage process uh, in the first stage you have to apply all these documents which i mentioned like you have to apply your mark sheet you have to apply the you have to add your statement of purpose and then uh this language exam and then your score and what have you done like your cv also your resume is important please maintain your resume up to date and uh, uh if you did your, some internship then you have to mention it if you did some other extra curricular activity you mention it so basically just just you have to impress them i'll be honest you have to just impress impress them so that's the first stage you apply and uh, they will go through your application they will look at your cv they will look at your letter of motivation or statement of purpose whatever it is they will look at your subjects like which you studied in uh, bachelor's and how much you like scored and then they will give you some score based on that okay so you got score and then they will shortlist the uh, students on the score and then you will go to second round in second round they have like a proper exam it's an online exam I think uh, in my case there were seven questions that I got uh, they were totally like nothing was outside the curriculum of computer science uh, whatever I studied in my bachelor's everything was just whatever we study in bachelor's is sufficient enough to uh, pass this exam uh, so you go you do this exam I think you get maybe 90 minutes maybe two I don't know 90 minutes or 180 minutes I don't remember it depends okay maybe 90 maybe 180 minutes you have seven questions and you have to give the answers uh, on the website directly and just some like you click okay i submit and then you just wait till they score you and if uh, your score is good enough uh, so the score is combined on the exam and the first round points that you get and if it's good enough then you get shortlisted for uh, having a scholarship and studying in russia uh one tricky thing uh, in the second stage is that uh when you are giving exam your microphone and your camera must be on you have to show that you are alone in this room so you cannot cheat basically there is if you try to cheat then they will like they will just close the connection and you cannot even like say that no no i was not cheating or like there will they will not give you any chance to defend yourself they will be like we saw it you were cheating so just uh uh it's like it's no point in defending yourself so you have to show that you're alone in room you have to show that you do not have any uh, like means of cheating like you do not have your phone or you do not have someone sitting there and you can like ask them or you do not have any notebook so be when you give exam if you give this exam make sure that you take all this precaution also uh, they have their own uh, like they have their own website and when you start the exam they install some plugin so that they can also make sure that you do not open some other uh, like you know one of one more tab uh, like after you get your points and after you know that you are one of the winners so what you do is you submit your documents like your passport and your again your bachelor's degree but this time in russian translation so you have to translate this document so russian translation of passport russian translate our bachelor's degree and then you submit it and then they give you a form and in this form you have to write i think four or five universities in order like which you where you want to study okay 
so there are many universities in russia uh, they will give you a list like uh, these are the university these are the courses and even the universities will uh, email you to say that we are we have this course so you can choose this course and you have to write in sequence like which university you want to go to and you just submit this document and they will review your document they will review your passport and that's all then they will say okay uh we have reviewed all your uh, documents and yeah it's all clear you can come to russia and this is the starting date and just come and start studying nice uh thank you so much for the in depth knowledge about your application process now moving forward uh, let's talk about the money reimbursement so did you get any sort of financial aid for your master degree ah uh, uh, yes so uh for since i am a fully scholarship student so first of all i do not have to pay any fees nice. so for two years my whole fees is paid by russian government and on top of that <clears throat> every month i get some amount of money from the university or i would i should say from the russian government to survive and th- this money also depends okay so when i started in my first semester it was quite low because like it was starting and they say that uh, if you score good like if you're good in like i think it's everywhere the same if you score good if you are good in academics and if you are doing some extracurricular activity and if you are showing yourself to the university showing yourself to the you know uh, making your name then this money gets increased like every semester so yes uh, they give you some money every semester if you are a scholarship student to survive and i just want to know is russia is an expensive country in a sense of cost of living like what are the rent charges or food charges so have you faced any kind of uh, issues in renting or uh, food yeah yeah uh, see uh, for renting uh, uh, this one good thing i live in university dormitory and university dormitory is really really cheap it's Yeah, like I think it's it's even cheaper than like uh, the hostels in India, if I'm not wrong. So it's really really cheap. So that's one really good thing. And this dormitory where I stay in, it's specially it's a special dormitory for foreign students. So uh, the condition is really good. There is security and like it's well maintained and there is cleanliness, there is hygiene. So it's really good. And for cost of living. I think where I see I am in Saint Petersburg this is one like the second uh, biggest city in Russia like, after Moscow so yes cost of living is bit high than Delhi when it comes especially when it comes to food items and I think there is a reason because as you know that in winters uh, see first of all they do not grow many uh, vegetables so you will not find many varieties and second in winters it's really hard to find vegetables because like stock is less because like it's i said it's minus 16 minus 18 so it's really like really cold so yes some vegetables really get like get expensive in winter and it's bit hard uh, if you do not have some financial support but if i compare like in a whole year like combine like in summer and winter because in again in summer it gets really really cheap like all the vegetables which were like skyrocketing in price now they are like okay this is even cheaper than delhi so uh, in overall i think it's affordable like you can stay uh, if you have some like okay if you can do a part time job like only part time i suggest only part time do not like your first goal is to study so do not uh, do a full time job and just neglect your studies because you came here to study 
so if you can find a part time job uh, you can do that part time job and i think the money you will get is sufficient enough to live in this city so i don't think i faced any like any problems because uh, like i said in overall in whole year and like some months get expensive then other months get like less, less expensive so it's it's okay it's average like it's same i think in uh, if i would be staying in new delhi and are you missing the indian food <laughs> uh, yeah from there so yeah you can yes. are there any indian restaurants in russia where you can i uh, yes they, <laughs> there are indian restaurants in russia but i would like not to say anything about them because you know see uh what's the thing about indian restaurant is like indian restaurants outside india are not indian restaurants agree because they are yeah because they are catering to that country specially because uh they cannot add they cannot cook really spicy food because nobody in that country will eat it they cannot add too many you know too many flavors or like they have to make it that these con- the people of this country can eat so indian restaurants here are not indian i have tried some indian restaurants they are i would say okay okay so i actually miss indian food because i cannot find also all the spices i can find only some spices and here they do not eat spicy food they i don't know they have their own like food culture so they do not eat spicy food and i miss spicy food i cook i cook every like we have a kitchen and all the necessary like we have a stove and we have oven so everything is given to us so i cook but still in like home food is home food i cannot cook the same as my mom does Uh, uh moving on to the another question so what makes litte different from other colleges uh yeah what is the difference between indian education system as compared to the russian education system so yeah okay yes that's a it's a really good question what's the educa- difference in education system okay i will start from bachelor's first so here in russia in bachelor's like uh in india in bachelor's like we have some different like we do in du a three year degree or in a a uh, btech a uh, four year degree so here uh, they have one common like uh, they call it just bachelors they do not have like bachelor of technology or bachelor of this but they have just like bachelors in either radio technology in computer science in telecommunication or in what whatever and uh, it's a four year degree uh difference is that even if you are studying a technical subject it's more focused on research like they really focus on research they really focus on thinking part like uh they are more uh, concerned in like okay you get this uh okay the, you have this device first of all they will focus on why this device came into existence then how it works and how you can make this device on your own so they have this mentality and also in here in bachelors in final years of your bachelors you have to write a bachelor thesis it's compulsory for everyone you have to write a bachelor thesis uh in your final semester you pick a topic uh and it, it could be any topic you pick a topic you write your bachelor thesis and you have to defend this bachelor thesis like you do in phd you write uh you have to defend this bachelor thesis and if you like if you defend it if it's good and if the committee says okay it's good and we pass it then only you will graduate otherwise they will not let you graduate so that's a really big difference which i found uh when i got to know also in here like every i think starting from second year till fourth year 
uh, what they do is every year every semester they pick one topic and they write term papers on one particular topic so basically they are forcing themselves to do research more to find out more and in this in their term paper they have like the theoretical part and the practical part so they are like this this a bit change in mentality of what we study in india and how they study here and for the masters also it's the same process in masters also we had like three semesters of like hardcore going through the uh, first the theoretical part of okay, why it works how it works and uh, why it is only like this and then at the same time the practical part okay how can you use it and how should you use it and if you do if you did it like this what will happen if you did it like this what will happen so like three semesters of hardcore like like you have to brainstorm with all the subjects and some of the subjects are really hard i will not deny some of the subjects are really hard and then in final semester like me i am right now in final semester i have to pick a topic and write my thesis so i think that's a difference in uh, here and in india because i think in india in masters also we do not write a master thesis uh, as far as i know i think in mtech i am not sure if you write master thesis in mtech or in msc in like this msc in university of delhi also so we do not write uh, any uh, thesis and here here also in masters and in bachelors also they they like they uh, they give you opportunities to publish a paper so in in lethi uh, lethi is affiliated with ieee so every year uh, there are some ieee conferences which happens in uh my university and you can apply they actually like they suggest you like you should apply even if it's a daily short paper even if it's just a concept you should apply because it will give you exposure so you can apply and also uh which i found out recently they have one good thing they have uh, every year conference for for young researchers for like every researcher in whole russia even if you are a foreign student or russian student so they have a conference for young researchers where again they say that it it does not have to be a really full fledged paper no even if it's just a concept even if it's just a idea even if it's like something new you think uh, is worth while sharing just write a paper for three of i think it's four pages like just write paper for four pages and publish it because it will give you an exposure so i find this bit uh, different because when i was in bachelors uh, we were just focused on studying and just giving exams uh, yes there were some other opportunities but it was not like uh, like it was like on our own that we go like we were picking this uh, it was not suggested and here it is like no you have to do it you have to do it you have to do it so it's bit different here and as for like what makes lethi different from other universities i don't think uh, I don't know how to answer this because I think all the universities are quite same except uh, for the subjects that they teach because there are some masters sub like masters uh, courses here which are more specialized like uh, there is one famous university here ITMO ITMO it's quite famous uh, in whole Russia and they have one master degree in web development they have master degree in web development they have master degree in software uh, I think system engineering if i'm not wrong in system engineering then they are in software engineering so i think only the subject differs rest i think they have the similar concept like in 3 years you do study study and you write maybe uh, publish a paper or maybe uh, you work and then in last year you have to write a thesis and defend the thesis so i think it's similar that's great 
इफ आई टॉक अबाउट माई कॉलेज बट इन अदर कंट्रीज वन थिंग इज गुड की दे आर रिसर्च ओरिएंटेड दे वॉन्ट की हाँ स्टूडेंट शुड रिसर्च any advice to uh, the indian students which are currently in the dear bachelors so any piece of advice would you like to give to all of us okay before before that advice well, since you mentioned exams i will tell you how i give exams this this is actually like when i got to know it was really surprising for me i didn't expect this at all but for me as a indian student who has done like till bachelors in india what we what we do is we study we have a full time table and we give exams and write and everything my exams i am not joking my exams we do not have like this strict schedule like okay this whole month of the separate dates so you have to come and you will get a question paper and you have to write exams no first of all uh, you do not you do not have exam for all the subjects for some subjects it just basically uh, research uh, term paper like the term paper you write and the assignments you do that's all and for the subjects you have exams how how it goes it you go there uh, the teacher will die, like the teacher will give you maybe some questions and you have to just solve them and you get time like you get time to prepare at that moment only like you can use every all the resources you have like they will give you a question paper like for example uh, how is it for my mathematics exam Uh, algorithmic mathematics so the professor was like okay so uh, we studied the whole semester and whole semester we had some task obviously like we study in class and then at the home we do some tasks like assignments so my professor was like these are the concepts we will study we went to the class and he said that okay tomorrow is your exam i will only ask you questions on this three concepts or four concepts just prepare this four concepts no need to prepare the whole syllabus four concepts four questions that's all come prepare with this four concepts that's all you need we went there uh, we started solving like we exactly it was the four concept we started solving uh, we solved obviously algorithmic mathematics is just it's like okay i am not ready for this like in my first semester i was like i am not ready for this so it was a bit hard so we like we started giving exam and we wrote the answers and obviously we didn't complete it because okay it was hard so he checked it and he how he uh, like graded like he gave marks based on like how we did but how we graduated like how we got the marks for the subject was not based on what answer you wrote or if it is correct or not no he was like okay uh, you wrote this you made some mistake here but i can see that you know the concept you know the concept okay so uh, okay uh, doesn't matter if your answer is wrong i know you know the concept for some other question he was like okay uh, here it looks bit tricky i think you do not know the concept so he will ask okay do you know the concepts uh, can you tell me what's the concept and then you will like okay this is the concept he will like okay you are bit tricky so uh, you need to prepare this and you can come again on one one week or in two weeks and let's uh, focus on this concept we will focus on this concept concept is clear pass that's all oh like what what that's not how we do exam like we do not get second opportunity third opportunity within this week i was like no 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 this like are you are you not joke like it, this is not a like you're not pranking us oh like so my first time i was like really really surprised and so getting back to your question uh what advice my advice is 
do not focus that much on your marks okay your grades are important i won't deny your grades are important like i think maintain a line okay maybe you can maintain 7.5 or 8 like overall 7.5 7.5 or 8 that that's more than enough because uh when you will apply to this university they will look only like they have a criteria so if you have more than 7.5 or 8 it's really good and if you want to focus on grades then what you can do is like instead of just memorizing the everything maybe pick one like pick one or two subjects which you really like and prepare that not for exam do not prepare it for exam prepare it that uh like you will gonna use it like it your life depends on it preparation do forget about exam forget about uh, this score you will get in exam it doesn't matter i'm telling you it doesn't matter like even if you get uh, a 8 and not a 10 nothing will happen even in companies like i did many internships i am doing a job right now they do not care they do not care how much grade you have they will say okay so you graduated and you had above 7 7.5 enough that's enough for them and now uh, many companies are also like go like they are changing so i have seen many companies they do not even look at your mark sheet they just look okay you graduated that's all okay you can start working we do not care how much you got in your operating system or how much you got in data structure doesn't matter so do not focus on your grades i okay but do not take my advice wrongly do not just like give up no grades are important but they are like there are other things which are more important than grades you should understand the concept do not just memorize it for your exam understand the concepts and focus on if you want to do job then start focusing on finding internships and maybe practice your algorithm skills or maybe practice your coding skills uh participate in hackathons uh participate in i think your uh, your college has the uh, group uh, google developers group yes participate in this sort of groups if you are get if it there is an opportunity in your college participate i i cannot emphasize just participate in all of this participate in hackathons and uh, do if you want to go in academics do research as much as such as you can do it doesn't have to be like a ground breaking research it doesn't have to be like something totally new no you can start small you can talk to your professors okay ma'am i am interested in research because most of your professors are like in academics so they are doing research so you can just like ma'am i am interested in research or sir i am interested in research do you are you working on some topic or are you working on some research can i also help you even if it's just little do this because you have to slowly slowly build you cannot expect okay what most student does is they forget that when they graduate this marks will only give them okay they will enter the job okay okay you got this marks and okay you are a really high five student you got all 10s and you're like outstanding in your grade you got the job but this marks will not help you there what will help you is this all these experiences all this participation all these extra things so my advice is participate in this extra curricular and focus like okay study study to get good grades but do not focus totally on grades grades are important but they are not the only thing in your bachelor's like do other stuff also in my college they are very there are uh, not uh, not uh, not an international students but the bahut hi kam students of the international okay so but compared to abroad there you find students from different nationality races background 
so what did you learn uh, while interacting with those students oh. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> i think in my class i have uh, i think only two russian students and rest of us are i think outsiders so i think in my class there are students i am from india from nepal one more guy from india i think from i think middle east there are some students okay to be honest even i do not know where all of them come from but there are many international students so what i learned is that when i started talking to them uh, i got to know that that first of all every country has a different way of uh, education like every country has like totally different education system which i like i knew it but it was bit hard, like when i got to know it it was bit hard to accept it i was like that doesn't sound uh, cool like because i am used to mine so i am like does it work so i had this like this question so but yes every country has every like different education system and some have like really good some have like they are still improving so that was one thing <clears throat> second thing i uh, learned especially in my class was that all of the students in my class were actually really experienced uh when it comes to something else like uh in my class there are some students who have been working in industry for i think 5 or 6 years like they are like full professionals then there are some in my uh class who have done like full fledged research like they are i would call them a researcher because they have some pub- they have published research papers and they have been working in this uh research field for quite a long time and they have their name in the research industry uh research field and then there are some other students who maybe not that uh like there are some students who were not in cs but in some other field and uh, they were really like experienced in that field and now they are switching to cs so it's also good to see like how they are coping up and why did they decide to go for cs so i learned quite a lot of things and the biggest one uh the biggest lesson i learned is uh how to say it? the biggest lesson would be that when you meet like when you in a environment like this you should uh, interact as much as possible like interact with everyone like got to know them what is their story and how, why are they here why did they decide here because you will learn something new with each and every person and it it's also important to interact because you are in a foreign country they are also in a foreign country they are also foreigners so you have to like interact to stay together otherwise it gets a bit lonely if you are just thing on your own and they are your classmates so contact uh, interact because uh, let how they say in cs field that uh, the more connections you have the better opportunities you get so you never know maybe one of like one of your friends from your class or master degree will get you a job in some other country you never know yeah, so just interact and stay connected nice so what are your future plans after completing your masters Do you have any future plans right now? Yes, I. My plan is to, like I said, I want to become a researcher. I want to go into academia. So my plan is to do PhD. I'm looking for PhDs. I'm applying for PhDs. I'm following the same process which I told you for masters. Create a table, list all the universities, and do my research. So I'm doing all this for PhD. So my plan is to pursue a PhD, but I'm not in a hurry. Like. it's not like i just want to do so i ha- i am like open to both job and phd so i am looking for both so 
if i get into a good phd and if i uh, like a phd program which i really like or which i really want to i enroll in then obviously i'll go into the phd and if not then i will wait and i will do some industry work and work as uh, like i'm working as a machine learning engineer so continuing machine learning because i'm interested in machine learning and con- so continue in machine learning and after some years then apply again so that's my future plan i'm open to both job or phd Uh, I just want to know: Is there any uh, future scope? Is there any scope of job opportunities in Russia? Like in India, there are lots of tech job opportunities. So, are there any good uh, top opportunities yes. in Russia? Yes, uh, in Russia also, tech industry is quite like growing really fast. So they have many, many. I think, I think more than in more than India, they have opportunities. Biggest, biggest reason why. in india we have a huge population <laughs> here population is not that big so uh, there is like shortage of uh, developers or shortage of people who do in cs because here there is one more thing uh, not everyone is like going into cs they have uh, many people who do radio technology radio technology is quite famous here uh, telecommunication is really famous here art schools are really famous here they actually there are many art schools and there are many artists here so they like in india how we do is like everyone goes to you know bhed chal it's bhed not here bhed chal so it's not here uh, there is no bhed chal here everyone is free to do uh, whatever they like and also there here uh, in bachelor there is like uh, how we give exam for i think for iits but he, they also give exam but it's not for like special university it's a common exam for every university so they will give exam and if they score good then uh, the university or the russian government pays for their bachelors they do not have to pay anything so what they do and before giving exam you have to choose the subjects and based on the subjects that you give exam for you can apply for example uh, if you chose mathematics computer science and physics then you can apply for these three like you can apply for to study physics you can apply to study mathematics or you can apply to study computer science if you give exam for uh, let's say english maths or maybe uh, i think politics or political science then you can study language political science humanities like this. so there are there are many opportunities here so not everyone is focused on cs that's what there are many opportunities in here in tech industry and also they have many big companies the biggest company here is i don't know if you know this is yandex do you know yeah. about yandex uh, no i think okay. i heard the name but i don't Yand- uh, Yandex is the Google of Russia. Okay. Nice. They are the biggest company in Russia, and they have everything. They have a search engine. They have a web browser. They have their own transportation. They have their own email. They have basically everything. Everything that you can think of in tech, they have this. So Yandex is the biggest company here. So there is Yandex. Then there is here Microsoft is here. I think Google is also here. uh so there are some big companies so yes there is lots of opportunity in tech here nice uh now moving to our last question so i have an interesting question for you like if you get a chance to get back to your bachelors then what sort of things would you like to do which you haven't done at that time so oh <laughs> if i get if i can go back and like have do my bachelors again 
what i would do is first i would focus more on research not from my final year because i did research i published a paper in my final year but not in final year i would start from the first semester first this second is uh, i would try to improve the skills that i, I am lacking uh, which i had that i had that like time i had time uh, in bachelors but i didn't do it because I, like all of you guys i was also focused on like getting my scores like getting marks i realized it like i think after second semester i like okay maybe marks is not the only thing which i should do so i would like uh, take my time and utilize this time to uh, improve my skills and third is maybe participate more like participate more in hackathons participate more in extracurricular activities i did some but uh, i think i could have done more and it would have helped me so i would like to do these things but my the biggest one would be to research like from the beginning and research more because it, like since i am going into researcher and going to academic so i think that would really help me if i start from a really early age so yeah uh, thank you so much yash for joining on our podcast show so i believe that this session will help a lot of students to find their career uh, if they want to go for any foreign studies so yeah so yeah thank you so much and it's a great thank you for having episode. me yeah so i will link all your uh, i will link all your handles on the social on Uh, description so all the listeners and the viewers who are watching or listening you can connect with yash on the social media platforms so yeah and we will have another session in upcoming months so let's yeah okay oh before going before going one last piece of advice uh, i said all of this and it was a bit heavy my last piece of advice is take this all in mind but do not forget about your mental health Take care of your physical health and your mental health. Do not take too much pressure. Do not take too much tension. Everything will work out. So relax. Do not take too much mental pressure and just take care of your health, especially in this time when we are stuck home and I know it's hard. So take care of your physical health. Take care of your mental health and just you have talent, you have uh, opportunities. Just go for it. That's my final piece of advice for you. Uh, yes there is a follow up question uh, do you uh, are you doing any me- any kind of meditation or uh, yeah any kind of are you a spiritual guy matlab any kind of meditation you do like uh, in my daily life uh, i do around 15 minute meditation to calm my mind so are you doing any kind of this uh, i mm, not exactly meditation but uh, when i feel stressed or when i feel okay this is too much i cannot handle it what i do is uh, i just go out for a walk so here there are many like one good thing about the city is there are many parks like many big parks and like proper parks like i would not even call them parks they are they are forests nice. so i i just go for a, i just go for a walk and like just alone uh silent my phone and just walk and look around uh, look at the trees or maybe look at the birds so there are many birds uh, here so look at the birds and just sit in the sun and just relax so when i get stressed i do this so this is my meditation yeah that's great nice so yeah thank you so much yash i believe that the session will definitely help a lot of students yeah.